flu season. Yes, it's upon us. And man, they have been showing up uh, in droves the last couple of weeks. Oh, I've had so many patients having to reschedule because they've come down with the flu or whatever the bug is that's going around. I saw something the other day. It said, we live in a country that considers or that has a flu season when in actuality it's just a lack of sunlight. The season where we have a sugar holiday, which is Halloween, with a feast holiday, which is Thanksgiving, with another feast holiday, which is Christmas, which is just eating a bunch of junk food and then considering it flu season when in actuality we're just bombarding our bodies with the, yeah. with the too much stuff. <laughs> it shoots your immune system season is what it is. Shoots yeah. your immune system and, season. Yeah, and that low, you know, and of course then it gets dark early and we're missing that vitamin D3 that we get from the sunshine. It's so important to help boost the immune system. It's time to uh, crank up the immune system, start thinking about prevention yeah, they call it seasonal affective disorder. They have a you know they have a name for it, so it must be real. But really, it's just a lack of vitamin D. You know, they call it the winter the winter blues. Yeah, and really, it's a lack of vitamin D know, because I that affects it. everything from your uh, your mood yeah. to your immune system. Man, last week I wanted to go to bed at eight o'clock. You know, it's just a little too early. But man, when it gets dark at five, and of course, there's a little bit of um, the blues associated with that too. You know, I think we talked about the pineal gland and how it's just you know it's time it gets dark, it's time to shut it down. It's like a trade-off. Now, when I, when we walk out the door of the office at the end of the day, it's dark. But at least when I get up to go to the gym, now I have some light. Yeah. That's the bright side of that, especially for us early risers. Let's tell you what, folks, this is what we need to do. So let's talk about a protocol. Let's, uh, you know, when it comes that time, because, you know, you were talking about there again, you get your patients who uh, they're down, right? And they just they really don't feel like coming in and getting themselves taken care of in most people's mind, which is understandable. Stay home, take care of yourself. However, yes. But this is the time when you want to make sure you keep your upper cervicals well adjusted because that immune system chain starts right there at C2. So all the more reason this time of year to make sure that the nervous system is functioning maximum because there's a direct correlation between that nervous system and the immune system. So make sure you stay fine-tuned this time of year in the upper cervical area as well. Yeah, that's a, a really good way to help Make sure that your whole body is working on all the cylinders, but we need to talk about how to avoid the flu here because it's hitting us hard right now. The flu is in full force and any mainstream source will tell you, oh, just get your flu shot. Well, let's talk about that. The number one thing about the flu shot is that, well, at best, it's only 17% effective. So they say, and I think that might even be a bit of an overstatement because we all have that friend who gets the flu shot every year and gets the flu every year. So what's, I don't understand the logic there, never have, but it's a mindset. It's the mindset of the entire medical system. It's, it has to be something external to make me healthy, but we know that health comes from the inside out and that goes back to your lifestyle choices. So number one, even though it's cold outside, still get some sunlight. You can make it happen. Make sure that you're, eating whole fruits and vegetables make sure you're still getting in some exercise and that doesn't necessarily have to be in a gym it can be just walking you know 8200 steps a day is the magic number for longevity make sure you're drinking all your water make sure you're getting at least eight hours of sleep a night drink at least half your body weight in ounces of water and those are the only doctors you need is the one that's right inside your body right there and the way that you allow your body to thrive 
is by taking care of it with lifestyle habits. And if you get outside to exercise, chances are, very good chance, you're going to get some D3 while you're out there. This is a time of year when I'll up my D3 a little bit, just because we can't guarantee we're going to get those hours, because there's short hours outside now. So if you're supplementing with D3, this, or if you're not, this is a good time to th- consider that. Do everything you can to keep that immune system boosted. I love Immuplex from Standard Process. It has uh, all those antioxidants in there, and it has that really key component that I found was like the magic bullet with the uh, the COVID was that um, the T-cell stimulator it has in the thymus gland within the Immuplex pro- supplement itself that is going to boost the T-cells. That's going to help fight off any infection. That's why I love this product for prevention this time of year. Uh, I use another product called Congoplex once I start to develop symptoms, or my patients, should I say, start to develop symptoms, and I want to put those out very quickly, then that's Congoplex. Congoplex is viral or bacterial. It makes no difference the infection. It's going to help to knock that out of the system very quickly and get you back on your feet again. Right, so those are some supplements that we can take to help fight off illness in the long term. That's good stuff. And it just makes me think about the mentality of someone who – looks to external sources for health. But like we were saying earlier, it comes down to your habits. A farmer doesn't plant corn and expect roses to grow. The habits that you have are going to create the level of health that you have. So that's what we're talking about here is supplementation, nutrition, movement and exercise, sleep, water intake. Those are the keys to good health and that goes back to immune system. That goes back to avoiding the flu. It has nothing to do with taking the flu shot. This is that season when all those things sort of, uh, they become a, a back burner, which is sad because this is when we need them the most. Like you were saying earlier, you start off with Halloween, it's sugar. You go right into Thanksgiving, everybody's overeating, laying up and watching football. And it rolls right into Christmas and again. We are cold weather, we're inside, we're together with family if we're lucky, same time, we're over-consuming basically a sugar-carbohydrate diet, and we are just predisposing ourselves to the inevitable. I'll tell you another really interesting thing uh, with this system, this flu season, is remember, we just came out of COVID. Everybody was on lockdown, right? Masked, nobody was getting acclimated to society's bugs out there. And I think our immune systems took a major hit. A lot of children wound up being affected by this particular strain this time. And I think that's because of the fact that they weren't in school, they weren't being exposed to each other. And now we gotta pay the piper. It's a new year coming up. Get ourselves healthy, keep that immune system boosted, get out and get yourself some exercise, even if it's like you were saying, take a walk, take a five minute walk, get yourself outside. If you're at lunch break at work, do that. Think a little bit more about what you're putting in the body because there's going to be the holidays. Everybody tends to put on a few more pounds here. It's okay. You know, you know, it's going to happen. If it happens, get back on track quickly. Know that your health is going to pay for it though. So what fun is the holiday seasons if you're laid up? Speaking of exercise and getting your steps in, uh, what's going on with the foot? Oh, yes. We've got to talk about the Morton's Neuroma, which, uh, guess who? 
developed myself. Now, what is a Morton's neuroma? Well, let me put it this way. I like to describe it as a pissed off ball of nerves in the ball of the foot. Typically found, well, typically in women. Uh, women tend to wear a lot more high-heeled shoes, and they're very often the pointed toe type that push the toes together. Now, honestly, promise you, that wasn't the etiology behind <laughs> my Morton's neuroma. And that's the first time I've ever experienced one. And I tell you what, it was very, very, very uncomfortable because I was kind of putting it off, trying to walk around it. It's a pain that's usually found between the big toe and the toe next to it and has been slightly more common the next toe over. Tell, and, tell us how this is different than plantar fasciitis. How, if a patient has foot pain, how can they differentiate between a Morton's neuroma and plantar fasciitis? Location. That Morton's neuroma is usually going to be in the ball of the foot, right? The plantar fascia usually runs back towards the heel, and the pain is a little bit more in the insertion of the fascia into the to the heel. So it's an, and also more in the plantar fasciitis tends to be more in the arch. So we're talking. So plantar fasciitis medial arch while Morton's neuroma is more in transverse arch. Well, below the transverse arch, distal, I'm sorry, towards the toe from the transverse arch actually. So let's use some terms that everybody knows. So All right, big toe. Take the big toe, take that crease in the big toe and go up towards your ankle about an inch, maybe two at the most, right in between the the big toe bone there and the the second toe and then slide over on top of that second toe into the third toe and that's usually a very hot spot and it's more tender on the bottom of the foot and I tell you if you've ever had one of these you'll know because when your patient comes in and you hit it they will yelp and they will pull away now I've known of two female patients of mine one was a physician she was an eye doctor and they both wound up with the surgery for it and had extremely bad outcomes my eye doctor she wound up on a one of those little one-legged almost like a scooter a scooter and a six months i think or so because she had the infection and they wound up having to go in a couple of times she said she would never do that again so that's not the first treatment protocol you want to go for because the R treatment and what you did on my foot the other day, I'm telling you, it's 90 plus percent effective. And it's almost, the relief is almost immediate. You worked on me on I would, the Monday and Tuesday morning, 90 plus percent of that was gone. Um, I should have had you hit it again on Wednesday and we got busy and didn't get around to it. So I'm back to about... Oh, 30% of where I was before you worked on it on a Monday, so I'm going to get you to work on it again today. So usually within two sessions, you're oh, good it's to amazing. go. It's amazing for so many people. And, um, I mean, it's just basically you adjusted my feet, and then you did some cross-friction work in the uh, fascia between the toes, and whap, whap, back to it. Um, when I was in the gym and I was performing toe raises, I think that's when I was really just agitating it. But I'm pretty sure I probably – acquiring it from um, cutting my grass. You know, I live up on that side of that hill and I'm always chasing that self-propelled lawnmower of mine because I forget to, you know, take my hand off of the self-propelled part when I'm going down the hill. So <laughs> I think I made a turn there and 
I think I was on a high angle where I usually have my yard guy when he comes in, which is like every month or so, just to hit the the these spots that that uh, I tend not to tackle. And I think I got a little steep on one of them, got a little agitated, and decided I was going to tackle it. And I think that's probably where I first tore it. And um, then I, uh, you know, just like most people do, walked on the outside of my foot for a while, thinking it would go away. Yeah, heard that one before, right? So anyway, Dr. Chase, shout out for getting me through that one. And that's just another one of those things. Chiropractor? Morton's Neuroma? I never. I know. That's why you're talking to us. It's on a joint. We specialize in joints, and it doesn't matter the joint. It's not just spine. It's it's joints in general that we work on. So if you're having elbows, wrists, knees, joints in the foot, yes, anything. And if your chiropractor's not doing it, hopefully they will. And if they don't, well, we're right down the road, around the corner. So let's just not limit it all to the spine, people. We are joint specialists. All right, my friend, what else you got for me? We could do a Baby Charlotte update. Let's do it. Yes, Bo. Baby Charlotte. What, we week three now? We are, today she's a month old. Month old. Yeah. I tell you, dude, watch yourself. (laughs) Watch yourself. Next month it'll be a year old, and uh, (laughs) I'm telling you, watch out. It feels like it. It's absolutely flying by, but so far she's grown about two inches. Okay. She's up to probably seven pounds by now because she was born a little little bit light. She is very good. She's very cute, and she gets very active at night. That's when she really comes alive. So Katie's bobbing and weaving with the punches, but it's an experience, and I, I'm enjoying it, and I'm not taking it for granted like we talked about because, like you said, in the blink of an eye, she's driving, even though it's tra- it's challenging, and uh, it's it's definitely disrupted our peaceful routine that we had established for years, but it's uh it's a new experience and I'm, I'm soaking it in you know it's funny when with my first daughter bella people would tell me now joey you know it's going to change you and i thought well you know no i'm just still be the same it's just you know we're bringing a child in um it'll all still be the same old same old and no baby's going to change you. and you know yes for the better i have to say absolutely um not that i had far to go to get there but uh yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's a change. It's a beautiful change. You know, accept it. Yes, it's um, it's an opportunity in life that sadly some people don't get the chance to uh, to raise a child. You know, to um, basically um, preach your sermon every day. Yes, I got to give a huge shout out to obviously Katie, and also my mom and Katie's mom. Oh yes, because my mom's staying with us. Most of the time, Katie's mom's there during the day, almost every day. And without them, it would have felt a lot more overwhelming than it has. Well, yes. And they love every minute of it. You don't dare change the lock style, brother. No, 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 no. no. They may change it on you. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, that's the same thing with Paula and his mom. It's just, it's absolutely priceless. uh, Adriana calls her Yaya. And that's what she does. She goes to bed saying Yaya. Where's Yaya? <laughs> she wakes up four o'clock in the morning. Yaya, where's Yaya? So uh, it's 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 yeah, it's absolutely. Matter of fact, where is she right now? She's at Yaya's. So uh, that's what she loves, and we love having the having them in our lives and having the avail- availability for that. 
Especially, I'm going to say it, especially those motherly ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, now, don't get me wrong. You're going to um, um, get your load of estrogen over the next uh, few months, years. Yes, because they're going to be in the picture, buddy. That's all right. You know, every now and then. Get out and find yourself some testosterone to rub up again. Get, oh, I'm having get to. amongst, if you will. It, hey, right now it's just me and Henry holding it down. That's yeah, okay. At least you got Henry. I've got a female dog at home. So I've got myself and four girls. Yes. Oh, Lordy. That, yeah. <laughs> Joey's harem. Yeah. Uh, yes. Still can't get my feet rubbed, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought you'd be kicked back getting fed grapes by now. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yes, but you know what? By the time they get those grapes get to me, they're raisins. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> so. I bet. Well, buddy, I'm about to get down to the natural spring today as a refill day. I'm going to go fill up about 70 gallons of water to last us for the next month. That's perfect. Like he was talking about, get your water, people. Tis the season. Get your water. Good move. Yes, yes. good water. Good water is absolutely key. Don't drink out of the faucet. If you got to even shower in it, use a filter. True. Yeah, and there's that fluoride thing, chloride we talked about last week or the week before. Avoid that at all costs. Get you some good water. Yep. All right, brother, until I guess next week, gang. Yep, until next time. Thanks, everybody.